Oh, look, I got an update on Miles Wood. Oh, look, it's not good. Who saw this coming? Hmm. Well, I think he's the host of Locked on Devils or something like that. Well, I'll talk more about that in today's episode. Also, I'm going to do a follow-up from yesterday's episode because it has been confirmed by Lindy Ruff that Mackenzie Blackwood will be traveling with the team and they anticipate to use him for a game. We have a lot to discuss in this episode. Buckle up. You're Locked on Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. scores! Oh, Steven stepped up, nailed him. Rodora's got the puck. What a shot. The Devils win the Stanley Cup. All righty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey player, play announcer, and also Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. And we have some interesting news in regards to a certain player who will not be traveling with the New Jersey Devils during this two-week road stand, and that player is Miles Wood. Recently, Amanda Stein tweeted out saying that Jonas Siegenthaler and Miles Wood will not be making the two-week getaway with the New Jersey Devils. And I got to tell you guys, look, I don't mean to come off as morally wrong in this instance, but I got to glow for a second. I told you so. What did I say? I said that there is no point in activating Miles Wood. We should have just shut him down for the rest of the year. Year. There was really no point in bringing him back, and now we're paying the piper in regards to that because now Miles Wood is essentially going to be out for two weeks because he is not making the two-week road trip with the New Jersey Devils, and according to reports, it's his hip. And what made him out for a significant amount of time uh, at the beginning of the year? It was the hip. So once again, guys, I told you, Miles Wood had no business playing this season. Look, some of you came at me. You said, like, because Miles Wood is going to become a restricted free agent, there's really no uh, point in just shutting him down because he has to get out there and show why he deserves to have uh, a lengthy contract, yada, yada, yada. And here's my response to that. I said, Miles Wood really doesn't have much choice but to accept his qualifying offer and return to the New Jersey Devils because let's face it, I don't think many teams are willing to gamble on someone like Miles Wood, someone who is already under the radar, injury aside, and um, you know who had a major surgery at the beginning of this year and missed what, like 90% of the season? Miles Wood doesn't really have many options here, so he's kind of at the mercy of the Devils. So I just said the Devils have all the playing cards this time around. There was really no point in activating him because, let's face it, aside from a couple big hits, including that one against the Boston Bruins on Charlie McAvoy, uh, Miles Wood just does not look healthy. He looks out of place. He looks out of sorts, and it just looks like uh, we're, we're just throwing him into the fire and we're putting him into an uncomfortable position because it's one of the major concerns I had for Miles Wood, which was, are we rushing him back? Are we putting him into an uncomfortable position? And how much production can he actually provide for us? And the next time that we possibly might see Miles Wood is when we return on our homestand, which won't come for another two weeks. So, and when, when that time comes, we're only going to have six games remaining in the season. So I'm telling you guys, uh, activating Miles Wood from the injured list and just not shutting him down for the rest of the year was a big mistake. And it's coming true because, like I said, the reason why he's not making this two-week road stance with the New Jersey Devils is because he has to sit back and he has to try to uh, 
uh, fix his hip once again. So there's the issue I have with the Devils organization right there. Why are we putting players into an unfavorable position? And why are we activating them from the injured list when there's really no reason to do so? Where am I getting at this? Well, this goes back to yesterday's episode when I talked about Mackenzie Blackwood and his overall situation because Lindy Ruff has confirmed that Mackenzie Blackwood will be traveling with the team during this two-week stance, and uh, they anticipate for Mackenzie Blackwood to to suit up for at least one game. And and the thing about that is, like, look, I want to see Mackenzie Blackwood back out there. I want to get decent goaltending just as much as the next guy. But is putting Mackenzie Blackwood out there for at least one game, is it really worth it at the end of the day? Because look at Miles Wood and his overall situation. And look at Mackenzie Blackwood and his situation, which is Mackenzie Blackwood hasn't played for a while. He hasn't played for, like, what, two or three months at this point. Uh, he's been uh, bothered by a heel injury. It seems like there's turmoil between him and the front office, and he has swapped agents nonetheless. So it looks like that come the offseason, Mackenzie Blackwood might be moved by the New Jersey Devils. What's the point in playing him for a, another game and possibly him getting hurt once again? There's really no point. We're, we mathematically cannot make the playoffs. Now, look, that, that was uh, completely out the door like weeks and weeks and weeks ago. But at the same time, you know, mathematically, we couldn't go on that miraculous run to possibly sneak our way back into the playoffs. But uh, digressing a little bit, it's just like you get the point. The season's pretty much over. We, we've kind of accepted our fate uh, right now, which is we have inconsistent defense. We have a pretty solid offensive unit. And we have horrendous goaltending. And we have a coach who seems to have lost the locker room. We pretty much have accepted our fate at this point. Why are are we trying to change it like what's the point there really is no point if we put Mackenzie Blackwood back out there he gets hurt once again then he is definitely gone my only thing is like do not put him against like the Vegas Golden Knights do not put him against the Carolina Hurricanes do none of that uh don't don't do that because you run the risk of him being overworked once again getting hurt again and then he's definitely going to be out the door he's definitely going to be pissed off with the devil's organization you got to put him against a team like the coyotes or the kraken teams that are not really going to give us that much trouble look look i said this many times before but no win is a guaranteed win for the new jersey devils at this point but you you get the point that i'm trying to make which is if you're going to put in Mackenzie blackwood it's really not my call i'm just a podcaster but my overall opinion is this put him in between the pipes against a team that's not really going to give you that much issue so that way he is not overworked and he doesn't possibly hurt his heel once again and that team has to be like the coyotes or the kraken maybe the red wings like i said you do not want to put him against the colorado avalanche you do not want to put him against the vegas golden knights you certainly don't want to put him against the carolina hurricanes if he is not ready to uh play during this uh road trip so my thing for the new jersey devils is be very conservative be very smart and be very cautious and be very meticulous. Look, I'm describing this situation in all sorts of ways, but I- I'm really serious. You got to be careful how you use Mackenzie Blackwood because you do not want him to get hurt once again because there's already a uh, string being held in terms of this relationship staying afloat. And if he gets hurt once again, that string is going to be cut off and he's definitely going to want out. And then there's going to cause so much turmoil. There's going to cause so much drama in the organization that we really don't need right now. So here's the thing, guys. I really don't want to see Mackenzie Blackwood go. I think think we just put him into once again an unfavorable position now what do I mean by that I will tell you momentarily but first it is time for the first library this morning and it comes from our friends at HelloFresh so give farm fresh seasonal produce and easy to make recipes delivered right to your door every week ingredients travel from the farm to your doorstep in under a week so they always arrive fresh 
all without a trip to the grocery store or farmer's market because as we all know, we're very busy. So sometimes I don't have time to go to the grocery store. So I love using HelloFresh because it gives me all the fresh ingredients that I need to cook a wonderful dinner. So I highly recommend HelloFresh. So the offer is go to HelloFresh.com slash LockedOn16 and use promo code LockedOn16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Repeat, uh, go to HelloFresh.com slash LockedOn16 and use code LockedOn16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. I highly encourage you guys to try HelloFresh because why? It's America's number one meal kit. Once again, you don't have time to get to the grocery store. You don't have time to just do your shopping. HelloFresh is there to help and it can give you those fresh farm ingredients and give you a nice gourmet meal that you so desperately need because let's face it, we all work really hard. So sometimes we need HelloFresh to help us out. So once again, go to HelloFresh, use the promo code and you'll get 16 free meals and three free gifts. So my overall question for the Devils organization, and I've talked about this on this show a few months ago, which is, are we putting our players into unfavorable positions? Because the whole reason why Mackenzie Blackwood got hurt in the first place was because we were overworking him and Lindy Ruff made a bad judgment call, uh, decided to put him in between the pipes during the Coyotes game when he was already dealing with an injury and ultimately it made it worse and Mackenzie Blackwood was out for an extended period of time and now we see the same situation with Miles Wood, which is we activated him from the injured list and now he's not going to make the two-game road stance with the New Jersey Devils due to the fact that he has to stay behind and tend to his hip. So uh, one of the questions I have for the Devils organization is what are we doing in terms of dealing with the injuries? And then more recently, when we talk about Jack Hughes and his overall situation, we were sitting on pins and needles in terms of the overall assessment as to what's happening to the best player on the roster. Like we're, we're just waiting. Like where's the update? Are, is he getting an x-ray? Is he getting an MRI? Did one or the other come up negative? What, what's the stitch? with um, with uh, Jack Hughes. And that's the overall question I have for the Devils organization, which is how are we dealing with injuries? Because this cannot happen going forward. Look, we have the ingredients to be a very successful team, but when you overwork your goalie, haven't you learned anything about the Corey Schneider situation? A young goalie who had a lot of potential, but we put too much pressure on him. He didn't have a solid backup, and we were first forced to overwork him, which resulted in him getting injured, which resulted in him being sent down time in, time out again, and look what happened. Corey Schneider, we had to cut ties with him. So the same can be said for Mackenzie Blackwood because he's on that same trajectory that Corey Schneider was on. So my thing is we got to learn from our mistakes because the one thing I talked about uh, in yesterday's episode was having the Devils learned anything about uh, this season at all, which is when you try to rush a player back or when you try to put them into an unfavorable position, it's usually not going to turn out well for you because the, the one thing I was talking about in yesterday's episode, which is uh, what's the point of putting Mackenzie Blackwood out there for a game? Because that's what the initial report was, which is they want to use Mackenzie Blackwood for at least one game before their season ends. And my thing is, is like, what, what's the overall point? Like, what, what do you see uh, best benefits us if we put Mackenzie Blackwood out there for another game? Just less goals being let up? Because we're still going to, like, lose most of these games, guys. Uh, like I said, I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer. I don't want to be a negative Nancy. But it's the truth. We're not really in a favorable position to be winning because 
Right now, uh, he sure can't do it all by himself. Dougie Hamilton, his first season was a complete flop with the Devils organization. Most of it was not his fault. He had to deal with injury, and he was out for an extended period of time. And uh, also, we had to deal with COVID. Seemed like Jesper Brat, uh, he, he can't do everything himself either. Seems like he's getting off to a slow finish as well. Sharon Govich got off to a very slow start. We were missing our starting goalie. We're missing our backup goalie. And right now, we were just put into too many unfavorable positions. And the Devils have one of the worst. Um, no, check that they actually have the worst goals expected rate in the entire NHL. Just recently, we fell behind the Seattle Kraken in that uh, department. So, like I said, bring back Mackenzie Blackwood. Look, I, I I get Mackenzie Blackwood was initially supposed to be our starter this season, but at the end of the day, guys, I just don't see the point of bringing him back for a game unless you know the Devils are just losing uh, viewers and they're just trying to get people back. Uh, and tune in to their televisions and just see a possible New Jersey Devils win. Because for right now, guys, like I said in the past couple episodes, it's going to be a long limp to the finish line. We have a game today against the Dallas Stars. And obviously, um, you know, I, I'm not really too confident in that matchup. I think the Devils are going to lose it, if I'm being completely honest. But overall, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. But the Dallas Stars are in the middle of the pack in the Central Division. They're nothing special. But no win is a guaranteed win for New Jersey Devils. And if we've learned anything, especially going against the Montreal Canadiens, uh, the Devils were, were, were definitely behind the eight ball because Montreal Canadiens are last in the Atlantic Division. Uh, they are 20, 40, and 11, whereas the Stars are 40, 26, and 4. So once again, the, the, the overall situation that we're in right now is not ideal. It's not favorable. I don't think the Devils should be favored by any stretch of the imagination for these next upcoming games, even against the Coyotes, even against the Kraken. But Overall, we, we, we just got to, you know, try to muster up some of these wins and just try to finish the season on somewhat of a high note. Because for right now, like I said a couple episodes ago, it's been a huge roller coaster for the Devils. And, um, you know, I, I get that they're just trying to bring back some excitement. I think that that's their overall plan right now because they see that we're all getting frustrated with the goalie situation. And I guess they're just trying to shine some hope in our hearts once again with Mackenzie Blackwood because there's been a lot of talk. There's been a lot of discussion this season as to what's going to happen with Mackenzie Blackwood because we've been hearing the rumors. Uh, we've been hearing the rumors prior to the trade deadline, which is could Mackenzie Blackwood potentially be on the move for the Devils? Is it possible that he wants out of New Jersey because he did change his agents? And as you guys recall, there was some trouble in paradise with the Devils organization and Mackenzie Blackwood. Uh, before the season even started because Mackenzie Blackwood was one of two players, I believe, to refuse to get a COVID shot, and that took some convincing. And obviously, you know, had he not gotten his COVID shot at the time, he wouldn't be able to play in Canada. He wouldn't be able to play in New York. He would basically be like a half player because the COVID restrictions were still somewhat strong at the time. So uh, once again, for Mackenzie Blackwood and his overall situation, I just don't see the point in bringing him back. Overall, his record is 9-9-3. He has a goals against average of 3.29 and a save percentage of 894. So obviously, this season has been a huge disappointment for Mackenzie Blackwood as he's about to have his worst goals against average and his worst uh, save percentage uh, uh, in his uh, five years in the NHL. And uh, yeah, he's taken a couple steps backwards. But at the same time, guys, I haven't lost hope on Mackenzie Blackwood. I might be alone in this, but... Here's, here's what I think we should do with Mackenzie Blackwood and his overall situation. So, like I said at the beginning of this episode, Mackenzie Blackwood and his career, they're kind of on the same path as, as um, Corey Schneider. And the one issue that we had with Corey Schneider was that we didn't really give him much help and we overworked him. And 
that that was the thing I was talking about back in January, which is, are we overworking Mackenzie Blackwood? Because I get that Jonathan Bernier wasn't available at the time, but we got to, you know, go to our backup sooner or later because we can't just rely on Mackenzie Blackwood night in and night out. That's just not going to work. That's a recipe for disaster. So my thing is, is like, we got to find, you know, not one, but two solid backup options. I think you can find the third string goalie in Nico Dawes because I think Nico Dawes has proven that he can handle himself as a third string goalie because one of the things I want to say about Nico Dawes is that he has a lot of potential. Unfortunately, once again, we put him into an unfavorable position, but this time this is more justified just because we didn't really have many options behind him. And uh, so we really had no choice but to use uh, Nico Dawes night in and night out because, you know, we couldn't rely on Akira Schmid. We certainly couldn't rely on John Gillies. So it was just like we, we, we didn't really have much choice. But overall, it's just like I think Nico Dawes could be that solid third option for the Devils, but we got to find that uh solidified backup goalie because right now i don't know what jonathan bernier and his overall situation is going to be but for right now if i if i've learned anything from the devil's uh organization this season is that they got to prepare for worst case scenario so if jonathan bernier decides to retire during the course of the offseason and he thinks there's no point in coming back then you know, uh, it, it might be time to just find another backup goalie because, you know, we were in the same situation with Corey Crawford. Then we tried using Scott Wedgwood. That didn't really pan out too well. And now uh, look at us right now. It seems like we're playing musical chairs with our goalie situation. We don't really have a solidified starting goalie. Mackenzie Blackwood is having, I believe, his career worst in, in his five seasons in the NHL. So, for right now, guys, uh, Mackenzie Blackwood is in a bad situation. He is in a bad place. He is struggling, but it's not really his wrongdoing. Once again, Devils are just putting him into an unfavorable position. And, you know, sometimes it is the Devils' wrongdoing, but other times I just wish the Devils would be more adaptable in terms of just trying to find solid backup options and just trying to help him out in that regards. Because for right now... Um, uh, his situation is not ideal, and it's on the same path as Corey Schneider, which is a young goalie with a lot of hope, a lot of potential, but we're completely taking him for granted. We're throwing him into the trash, and for right now, uh, his numbers don't reflect uh, his potential. The fan base starts to turn on him. That deteriorates his confidence, and then his career goes down the crapper. So, uh, like I said, I really don't want Mackenzie Blackwood to turn into a Corey Schneider type of situation. I feel as though the Devils, are they got to try to redeem themselves with Mackenzie Blackwood and for right now just trying to rush him back bring him in for like a game for like some promotional type of uh crap reason I I don't really get it I don't think it's the right move and overall um I'm just a little perplexed by it because haven't we learned anything from Miles Wood haven't we learned anything from Corey Schneider haven't we learned anything at all this season which is there's really no point in bringing back Mackenzie Blackwood I think uh, uh we Devils fans I think we can accept the fact that we're gonna give up a lot of goals it'll be really hard to watch it'll be incredibly hard to watch but I'd rather see uh the Devils play bad for these next few weeks than risk uh hurting Mackenzie Blackwood once again and then possibly there's going to be some silly season drama type of news at the beginning of the offseason and then all of a sudden that Mackenzie Blackwood demands for a trade and now we're at an impasse we're stuck and we're kind of in a situation because once again guys there's really no point in bringing him back that's my overall opinion there's my rant for in terms of that because uh the, the overall Miles Wood situation just kind of shined a light on me in that regards because once again Miles Wood is not making the uh 
two-week road trip with the Devils organization. And it goes back to what I said a few weeks ago when we activated him off the injured reserve list. I said, restricted free agent aside, Miles Wood doesn't really have that many options. So I'm just saying, like, there's really no point in bringing him back, especially since he's most likely going to accept his qualifying deal with the Devils. But, uh, you know, what do I know? I'm just an armchair GM. That's my... That's my rant for today's episode, which is Miles Wood. I saw it coming a mile away. There's really no point. And then for Mackenzie Blackwood, I'm just like, haven't we learned anything at all this season or in years past? That's that's my overall thoughts. I'm curious to hear your guys' reactions. So leave a comment down below. Or if you're listening on a podcast streaming service, uh, hit me up on Twitter at TreyMath4 or the show's personal Twitter page at LockedOnDevils. Before we wrap up today's episode, it is time for the second and third live read this morning. And the first one comes from a new sponsor called Shady Rays. So Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that gives you the features of $200 sunglasses for a fraction of the price. That means polarized lenses, well-constructed, durable frames, and premium high-end finishes. Also, something you won't find anywhere else is Shady Ray's insane protection program. Shady Ray's includes lost and broken protection on every pair. They will send you a brand new pair if you lose them no matter what happened. Give them a try and if you don't love them, you'll pay nothing. It's as simple as that. Plus, 10 meals are donated to fight hunger in America when you shop with Shady Ray's exclusively for our listeners. Head to ShadyRays.com and use the code LOCKEDON to get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. That code is locked on for their best deal for the season. 50% off two or more pairs of Shady Ray sunglasses backed by over 150,000 verified five-star reviews. As we all know, the sun can take a lot out of you, so you might need some energy to go with that. So the third live read comes from our friends at Bill Bar. So this is the time of year that I pretty much have given up on all my New Year's resolutions, but not this year. I'm sticking to my resolution to eat right thanks to Bilt Bar. It also feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Have you ever tried the puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Bilt Bar's best tasting protein bars. They are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors yummy cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. So good. These are going to be your new favorite. All Bilt Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, puffs included, 100% real chocolate. Low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bars with these. They are better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. Go to Bilt.com, scroll down to the macros chart, and you'll be blown away. Most Bilt Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Once again, way healthier than a candy bar. So they have so many delicious flavors, including mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, white chocolate, cookies, and cream. They are all delicious, and new flavors are coming out all the time. If you think a flavor might be good, they'll make it. It'll be delicious. It'll be good for you. I don't know how they do it, but somehow, some way, they're able to find a way. The offer is go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 50% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Okay, so let's talk briefly about this game for the New Jersey Devils. I am definitely not expecting a win against the Dallas Stars. I don't care if they're in the middle of the uh, of the pack of their respective division. I just do not think the New Jersey Devils just can compete with the Dallas Stars. I'm anticipating another Devils loss. Once again, I do not care that the Stars are in the middle of the pack of the Central Division. I just don't think the Devils are going to have the firepower to do so. But when looking ahead of the schedule, so the Devils have the Stars today. Then they're going to have the Coyotes on Tuesday. Then they're going to have the Avalanche, Kraken, Golden Knights. Let's just look at these next five games, shall we? So I already said my overall assessment for the Stars. Coyotes and Kraken. 
I'm anticipating for the Devils to come out with a win against one of those teams. I think it could be the Seattle Kraken, just because the Kraken, like us, struggle a lot with goaltending. So if you had to, you know, make me choose between the Coyotes and the Kraken, I would say the Kraken. Coyotes, uh, I don't know. Like like I said, no win is a gimme win for the Devils. I've learned from my lesson. And for the Colorado Avalanche, ex- expect a slaughter fest. Same with the Vegas Golden Knights. We just don't have the firepower that we once had to compete offensively with either the Avalanche or the Golden Knights. And you know, qu- you know what? It was a good run while it, while it lasted during the course of the season. But I think our overall offensive surgence, I think that's pretty much out the door because our defense, our inconsistencies on special teams, and also. Uh, horrendous goaltending isn't going to do us much justice. So once again, guys, it's going to be a long uh, trip to the finish line. These next two weeks, they're going to go by real slow, and it's going to be a while before the Devils get home ice advantage. And by the way, speaking of home ice advantage, I think I'm about ready to announce the giveaway, so keep an ear out for that. You might be able to win some free Devils uh, tickets. So once again, giveaway is going to be announced very soon, and uh, I hope you guys uh, keep subscribing to the show on YouTube. continues to grow each and every day, so thank you for your support. Once again, the reason I'm doing a giveaway is because I reached 100 subscribers on YouTube. So once again, if you haven't subscribed to the show on YouTube, please do so. I would greatly appreciate it, and maybe I'll do more giveaways in the future. But overall, guys, uh, this is going to be a long five-game stretch for the Devils, but uh, I'm excited to see that game against the Kraken, quite honestly, because I think the Devils could, uh, could put up an entertaining matchup against the Kraken despite them not being all that good. So we'll see what happens, but let me know what you guys think about the Devils and this upcoming road trip. Let me know what you guys think about Mackenzie Blackwood, Miles Wood, all those players. Are the Devils just putting uh, their uh, you know key guys into unfavorable positions? And do you see a point in that? I'm curious to hear your guys' thoughts. As for today's episode, that's all the time I have for you. Thanks for listening. Continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. And I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening once again.